0: And as Scott Lynn pointed out, the Nuggets are 3 8 and 1 straight up in the third quarter in the playoffs. That can go a lot of ways. Now, that's how the Lakers kind of made their. Because I don't know if you know this again. They made adjustments last game. Yeah. But they seem to still be working to a point. I mean, Jokic has 16 8 and 5, but, you know, you're not Michael Porter Jr. Not a big game so far. Jamal Murray's got 10. That's fine. He's 3 of 13. Lakers? Lakers got a real shot to make this 1
1: 1. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's always my favorite thing to do with with people, like, when we get to the playoffs and everybody thinks they could be a head coach. When I was in Milwaukee and people wanted Bud gone after they completely choked against the Raptors, they're like, Bud just doesn't make the right adjustments. I always like to say, what adjustments would you make? Like, what adjustments? Are you just saying what you heard on first take today from Mike Greenberg? Because the adjustments I would have made now, like, I always would have a solution. Like, I wouldn't have played Nico Maritich. I probably... um, I mean, I would have did a couple different. I don't things, understand
2: but... why Joe Mazzulla is not playing Grant Williams at all.
1: I think he hates Grant Williams. Yeah, I think it, it he does personal. too. Peyton Pritchard was getting first quarter run yesterday. Yeah, first
2: quarter. Didn't understand that at all. He's gone. He yeah. would be a great Blazer.
1: Po- uh, mm-hmm. Pritchard?
2: No, get Grant Williams. Oh, Grant Williams. Grant, yeah. Williams. Yeah. Grant Williams would be really great. Yeah. He's a good player. He's big. He's strong. Can play multiple positions. Sometimes he's he can hit threes. He Sometimes. when he when he hits him, boy, he hits him. Yeah,
1: he goes off. He's yeah. a winner. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. We'll see. J- Missoula's going to have to make some adjustments. Peyton Pritchard's clearly not the answer. No. I promise you that. No. Unless you're playing in the Portland Pro-Am. Stop. Then he is. Then he is. Well, he dropped 150 remember, points or whatever it was. him not and enough,
2: Isaiah Thomas.
1: Not enough people were talking about that that summer. Japanese Jordan is trending on Twitter, too, for Rui Hachimura,
0: who has Rui. 17 in the first half.
2: Wow. Rui. Rui.
1: Sometimes you yeah. just need to change the scenery. Uh, you
0: do, and listen. There's a big difference in the culture with the Lakers now. Obviously, the history also. By the from way, the Wizards. The La, big
2: much better like Asian community than DC. Like just much yes, bigger Japanese community on the that's West more, Coast. That's yeah. true. Just much bigger. Yeah,
1: yeah, and just like an awesome place. I yeah. I, I hate when people oh, are like, oh, I, I couldn't. My awesome. wife always does this. She's like, I couldn't live in Los Angeles. I couldn't. Like, like, yes, and I'm could. like, perfect because yes, you could. weren't invited anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it
0: wouldn't be downtown. You want to be <laughs> in Manhattan Beach, or like, you got to be in the beach area there. But yeah. yes, oh, absolutely. In a second, I've always said that. Or Beverly
2: Hills, or I live in Chico. I don't care. I just want warm weather. Yeah, like or the Valley. I know. I
0: know. Management's asleep right now, but we'd love to move the studio out to the West Coast. Just saying. Yeah, watching games a lot yeah. earlier would be real nice. They
1: better not be asleep. I got to bet, nice. bet tonight that I am going to throw to the people that's going to get us all rich. We're all going to retire. We're going to be hanging out with Bezos on a on a yacht and his new girl. I don't know if you guys Chicago saw the picture. Cut?
2: We're going to Chicago Cut.
1: No, no, bigger and better, bigger and better than, even, than even the great Chicago <laughs> Cut.
2: <laughs> Michael Jordan Steakhouse.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dickus.
2: Dickus.
1: No. no. Dickus. No. We're going to. Um, <laughs> Portillos, Reos.
2: Jokic is really in good. New York. I know this is like such a trite thing to say, but it's just fun to watch. You it. know what
0: though? It's it's okay to just sometimes bask in the greatness of somebody that's so unique, and that's what Nikola Jokic is. Guy's he's good. such a unique. He's going to hit player. his rebound prop
2: for sure. Look yeah. at him. eight rebounds. He's already. at eight right
0: now. Was it? What was it? Thirteen and a he half. He stayed at thirteen. Okay.
2: Yeah, thirteen and a half. So he's got to get fourteen. So, oh, oh look back. at that!
0: Austin Reeves wide open again. Bang.
2: Arkansas. He just Bird got richer. He's got
0: seventeen now. Oh wait, no, fourteen. I'm ahead on this. Arkansas. So.
2: Larry Bird. Or oh, does he shoot another one? Does he hit another one?
0: No, mm-hmm. no. This What I'm oh. looking at is like real time and then oh, the yeah. game is like, you know, the, whatever the TV delay is got that we you, have. So, you.
1: Can we get Aaron
0: Gordon going, please? Oh, I need one man. three from him. That would be really nice. Yeah, I would. But it's not happening, so.
2: No, we'll be all right. What do you think it's the gone. chances are really that Miami wins this series?
0: I think it's absolutely reasonable.
1: Better yeah. than 3% that ESPN gave them and better than the yeah. 15% because minus 550 odds mean that the opposing team that that gives you an eighty-five percent chance if you figure, yeah. And I think they have more of a fifteen, more than a fifteen percent chance. Absolutely. I'd probably make it the like 80-20. twenty. I'd give them like a twenty percent chance. I don't yeah. think you're giving them enough. I'd give them like a thirty-five
0: percent chance at least. And that's again, probably we're just fair. throwing numbers against the wall right. at a certain point. But at the same time, look at what we saw in Game One. Look at what we've seen throughout the playoffs. Yeah, I, it's it doesn't. Occasionally, there are either players or teams that come along and have a season. And it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Like, when we – they weren't making any threes this entire season. And all of a sudden, they're the Golden State Warriors. I mean,
1: that was the heat in the bubble even. Like, the Bucks were the best team. And I know there was a lot that went down in the bubble. There was the game that they had forfeited against the Magic. They clearly didn't want to be there. But the Heat weren't – I mean, like, the Heat weren't the number one seed that year even. Yeah. The Bucks were. Yeah. But
2: you've been in the lab.
1: I have, yeah. So I'll, I'll throw something out. Um,
2: we got to talk about some NFL bets because here's the thing about Ryan – Ryan's in the lab on NFL pretty much, uh, like, I would say September through September. Like, never not in the lab. Uh, and so we want to get his takes on what he should be betting now and what we should be betting later.
1: Yeah, I sent you guys a message today because I've been hyping up Nick's Commanders. Yes. 10 to 1 to win the NFC East. I think it's a really dumb bet the more I think about it, guys. So the Eagles plus 100, the Cowboys plus 175, the Giants plus 550 and the Commanders are 10 to 1 right now over at BetMGM. So I got done talking about the Commanders. I like Sam Howell and I really like the price 10 to 1, but I think you have to stay away even from the win total even from this future at 10-1, because I think you're going to get a better price and you're probably going to get a better updated win total. Um, It could change, obviously, because these are last year's power ratings. But if you look at week one, like let's go through the spread really quick on the Commanders. They're six-point favorites in week one with Sam Howell going against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, We talked about this a couple weeks ago on the schedule release show where the last time they were... A favorite week one was in 2000. They were 10.5-point favorites against the Carolina Panthers. And that had, they had a stacked team then. Scott pointed out they did not cover. But I still do think that they beat the Arizona Cardinals. So they start most likely 1-0. But then after that, they're only favored the Commanders this season in three games right now, and they're a pick em in another. So I don't want to go over 7.5 wins, and I don't really want to take a team at only 10-1 to to win the division, especially when if they start 1-3, we might get a better price. So week two, they get the Broncos on the road, young quarterback against top-five defense, and Sean Payton. So they're going to be plus four, four-point dogs. Maybe that goes up to 5.5. Week three, they get the Bills at home, but it's still the Bills, and they're going to be six-point dogs. They probably keep it close. I don't think they win that game. Week four, on the road in Philly against the Eagles, plus seven and a half. So I think they start one and three. Week Mm five is probably the time when you start looking, if you do like them. Maybe you look at the market. They host the Bears. They'll be slight favorites, one, one one-and-a-half-point favorites right now. That could change. The Bears could be good. The Commanders could be better than we expect. Maybe they're two-point favorites. But that's a game they'll be favored. Then they hit the road. They're in Atlanta. This one surprises me. They'll be probably two-point dogs against Atlanta. Tough place to play. That would make them probably a two-point favorite if the game was played in D.C., but on the road, they're dogs. Week 7 against the Giants, two-and-a-half-point dogs. They host the Eagles, and they're still four-and-a-half-point dogs. So what I'm saying is you're going to get a better price on them. The Eagles are plus 100 for a reason. They're loaded, solid draft, easy schedule. They get the AFC East, but it's still easy because if you go back and you look at it like this, they open the season week 1, against the Patriots. I don't know what the Patriots are going to be, but they luck out because they get the Vikings and the Buccaneers. So where a team finishes in the division always determines the two opponents that they face because they have to play another division winner, two of them. And they get lucky because they get the NFC North winner, the Vikings, who are kind of in a rebuild, and then they get Tampa Bay in the South. That's craziness. Complete rebuild. The two least impressive division winners last season. So the Eagles are, like, favored in every single game this year except for... Two. They're dogs to the Chiefs at Arrowhead. And then after that, they're not underdogs until week 11. And they might not even be dogs in that game. It's a pick against Buffalo. And then on the road, week 14 against Dallas. So they're favorites in every game except for three. That's why that price as is. My favorite bet is the Cowboys at plus 1,600 to win the NFC. And the Cowboys, I bet this one for $500 today, plus 175 to win the NFC East. Because hear me out, right? They're going to be favored to start the season the first four weeks. They get the Giants week one on Sunday night football, two and a half point favorites. Dak Prescott covers against his own division against the NFC East at like a 75% clip. That's a good spot for them. After that, they get the Jets one point favorites as of right now in that game. Then after that, Arizona, six and a half point favorites. New England, they're five point favorites. They get a couple tough games after that, but I think they split it. Worse, because you get San Francisco on the road, you get the Chargers on the road. Both of those are primetime games. Sunday night football week five, Monday night football week six, two and a half point dogs against the Niners, one and a half point dogs against the Chargers. But then after that, let's say they lose those two games. So you're looking at maybe four and two at worst. Then you get a bye week, week seven. You come off the bye, you host the Rams and you're five and a half point favorites. The Rams at that point week eight might be the worst team in football. If Stafford's not healthy, if they shut down Cooper Cup, If Aaron Donald's not motivated to play, they could stink. After that, two-and-a-half-point dogs against Philadelphia on the road. But then you're favored pretty much every game the rest of the season. Week 10, the Giants, five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. You get a road game against Carolina where you're a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Thanksgiving Day, you get Washington. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Thursday night football against Seattle. Tough game, but you're a four-point favorite at home. You get Philadelphia as a favorite because that's the home game on Sunday night football. Four-point dogs to Buffalo. Uh, One-point favorite on the road against Miami. And then against Detroit, two-and-a-half-point favorite week 17. Week 18 at Washington, uh, three-point favorite. They get good news last week. Tony Pollard, it looks like he's on schedule right now to be ready for training camp. I thought we weren't going to see him until like week three, week at four. At least. And that's why they picked up Ronald Jones, So I don't love. I don't love Malik Davis, but I do really like Deuce Vaughn. I don't know if he's an NFL pro because he's five foot four. He's the height of my grandmother, but I love him. Yeah. You get Brandon run Cooks. like your grandmother too, though? Because if not, then no, they will be okay. He's awesome. This is something I've been going back and forth on for the last two years because I love Kansas State. I go over their win total every single year, and I love Deuce. But my buddies and people I talk to think that he's too small. Uh, I think he'll be just fine. He's a running back. It's all about the offensive line. Dallas' offensive line isn't what it was three years ago, but it's still good. And you get Brandon Cooks as your number two wide receiver. CeeDee Lamb had a really good season, 112 receptions as your number one. Now you can move him around a little bit. And who knows, maybe Michael Gallup looks like he did in 2019. He's a year removed from ACL surgery. So I like your three top receivers a lot more than I did last year when you didn't have a clear two. I like Jake Ferguson. I think he'll be fine. Um, I really wish that they would have ended up with Michael Mayer or Kincaid. They didn't. That's fine with me. You look at the defensive side of the ball. You have Micah Parsons. He jumped up in front of us. Yeah, and you have Parsons looking for the bag. He wants to get paid, and like you said the other night, great point. He wants to be on the field every single down. You have Dan Quinn, who's still looking for a head coaching gig. I think he'll be in his bag. You have Stephon Gilmore, who isn't 25 years old anymore, but you pair him with Diggs, and I like the secondary a lot more. We haven't had a repeat winner since Master P was saying, "Huh." and I like the Dallas Cowboys, plus 175, and I think they might uh break the curse, get Jerry another Super Bowl. 16 to 1 is an awesome price. I'm going to let the Cowboys fan go first here. Uh, I mean,
2: I would say in terms of the NFC East, that's a great bet. I think just in terms of the price, just in terms of what you're looking at and maybe a down year for the Eagles, plus the schedule. Like you said, the Cowboys have a really easy schedule, like they kind of usually do. Um, And as long as Dak Prescott is not throwing a million picks, this team should win a lot of games. And I think that they're going to be able to compete with Philly. So I like that number, especially considering that you put like five units on it. So it like makes sense. It makes sense from, like, a value standpoint. I don't think I would bet them to win the NFC just because, like, they just always do cowboy things. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. The number's great, and maybe I look like an idiot, but I can't personally have faith in them just because of the coaching and just, like, my fandom.
1: You don't look like an idiot. It's just with San Francisco, and Purdy's going to be ready, it looks like, in June, so he's probably going to be the starter, and they have the easiest schedule in the NFC. The Eagles also have a really easy schedule, as we just talked about. I just love the price because there's only, like, three teams you could really make the case for in the NFC, and it's the Eagles who are great and the rightful favorites, but... Injuries it's really happen like in the just like a NFL. pricing thing,
2: and then you can hedge out of it. Yeah,
1: and then San Francisco. And Dak was really awesome in that first playoff game against Tampa. Yeah. I know this season, like, he didn't play very good against San Francisco two years in a row, but also they're going to run the ball now more. Yep. Like- you know, we'll see. Uh, Mike McCarthy scares me a little bit. I but... don't
2: hate it, especially if you think there's only like maybe three, four teams in the NFC that could legitimately win it. Then you're getting 16 to one for something that's really four to one. The
1: reason I really like it is just because I don't think that the price is going to be there. Like if it was something that we could wait on and get a better number, because plus 175 kind of sucks when you're going against. You got the Eagles in the yeah. same division who just played in the Super Bowl. But I mean, you get New England, Minnesota, Tampa and Washington to start the year. I just I uh
2: numbers only getting worse.
1: Yeah. The number is what
0: makes it tempting. The issue here is you talk about no team has won back-to-back titles since 2003 in the division. That was the Eagles that were doing that nonstop. Yeah. So, like, th- it feels now like this Eagles team is getting close to, except they're better, actually, Then they're getting where that Eagles team was back with when- – Terrell Owens was even there. And Andy Reid was coaching. And you go back to that. They're just so much better than everybody else in the division. And look.
2: Who knows? Maybe there's an injury.
0: Yeah. Well, then that's the whole different ballgame. And that's why the price makes it actually worth the while. Because if something happens, Jalen Hurts, God forbid, gets hurt. And then that sends the Eagles season completely down the tubes. But... I would absolutely not bet the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. I'm telling and you guys. There is
1: no way I always that I say, can trust
0: that team to go to the Super Bowl. I always say the same the thing.
1: I have a weird feeling that McCarthy's going to get one before Aaron Rodgers does and Jerry's going to get one more. I just Mike I like McCarthy's the defense. Looked over
0: his head for the last
1: two years in the playoffs. <laughs> I love, Think of
0: how their seasons have ended in Dallas the last two
1: years. Here's where I'll change my mind. If they pay Micah Parsons before the season, I'll be like, nope, nope, defense is going to be a mess. He's going to get hurt by week eight. Yep. If it's a prove-it year... And he's still got another year left on his deal, but he's gonna be—he wants to be the highest-paid defender in the league, and I think he should be. I just—I'm high on the defense. I love Brandon Cooks. I know he didn't have a great year Brandon last Cooks year, is but really good. he didn't want to play.
2: Thousand year, yeah, there, he wanted
1: out of Houston. Years. It's yeah. a good spot for and, him to be in—an actual quarterback throwing him the football. And now. if you like the Eagles, one thing I'd say, rather than take them plus 100 to win the division or take a crappy price for them to win the Super Bowl, I would just go Jalen Hurts 10 to 1 MVP. He should have won it last year, but he missed those three games. 10 to 1 is a decent price for Hurts.
0: Jalen Hurts was that close last year. It almost feels like it might be a Joel Embiid situation. Yeah. He stays healthy this year. He gets his chance. 10-1? He gets
2: to be the next guy. 68-62. Lakers over the Nuggets right now. MG on the night.